Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Alrighty, welcome back. This is another Horse Heresy episode. We're joined with our special friends once again, Alex and Dan. Hello. Hello, Heresy friends. So, gentlemen, what has been new on the hobby front? Well, I dragged out all of my Emperor's children and have fully committed. We're going all in purple oh damn nice well I, I don't know we we started that 40k league thing so that's basically what i've just been doing it's true it is true it is true i uh i have done lots of hobby stuff uh recently but not heresy related uh i did play a 5k game with norman and that was good i uh I gave him flashbacks of uh, Istaban 5. <laughs> so it was pretty sweet. You got to beat him up before the second dead rules come out here and he starts kicking ass. Just had to get that last win in, eh? That's right. And just the boots right. to Norman, poor Norman. <laughs> uh, he, he didn't go down uh, easy. He, he went down swinging the whole time. So that was all right. And then, yeah, like Dan mentioned, we started a um, learn to play 40K, uh, slow go escalation kind of type. Um, little series. Uh, there's ten of us now, and basically, yeah, jump up from 500 points to a thousand, all the way up to 2k every two months, trying to get that uh, that hashtag fully painted. And then I suspect once heresy drops as well, we'll probably start doing the same uh, the same thing. Which should be a lot oh, of fun. It, it, I don't think it's a probably. I think it's a we will be. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes. So, especially with all the you know new rules and stuff for legions coming out, or whatever, I'm sure there'll be tons of people jumping on their you know uh, current armies and probably starting a lot of new armies. So, yeah, I mean, hobby front for myself, just a mixture of everything. Um, still, you know, doing my bolt action stuff and uh, working on some crons and some battle tech. And yeah, just trying to get stuff together and slowly painted. Nice. Back into the routine. So yeah. Very nice, very nice. Well I guess I guess let's let's jump in let's jump into it all the way. Is Horus Heresy two point the new ninth edition? Because I think it is. Uh judging from a lot of these leaks, this is like the, so the Horse Heresy Phase 3 is what we're kind of talking about specifically. And there's a lot of, um, a lot of things that echo 9th edition uh, in terms of change. But I feel the change has been done in a positive way, I think, for uh, a lot of increased gameplay. Um, fun factor. So what do you, what do you guys think? These are... Serious allegations going down, so do you agree or disagree? Oh, I know Bill's going to get some heat for this one. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. 
Andy, um, Andy, go ahead. I want to hear your thoughts. Well, uh, I mean, there's so much of it, so much uh, just overall with the rules and just looking at some of these legions and whatnot. Uh, you know, still some similarities from what we were used to, but there's a lot of little things that have changed, right? Um, and just looking, you know, just as an example for my Ultramarines, uh, I was looking at the army and I'm like, it's going to change my whole army, you know. Um, some of the rules are, are similar. You know, the, uh, the strength of wisdom is uh, very similar to one of the Ultramarine rules where they get to uh, shoot at a unit that's already been shot at by another Ultramarine unit and they get a bonus. Um, but the bonus has changed, so it's um, pretty much you're, you're getting a plus one to hit instead of to re-rolling the ones to wound, right? So the interlocking tactics. Um, and then, like, even just the Primarchs, if you start looking at the Primarchs, a lot of their skills have changed. A lot of uh, tactics you would use, I guess, with your Primarchs, it's, it's going to completely change the overall effect of the army and whatnot. Um, like I can't make any my units extra units scoring. Like I can't make my my javelin scoring anymore. That's changed. But so, you can still pick units and give them abilities, can you not? With with Goleman? You, you can, but the abilities are not. They're not the same, right? They're yeah. you're getting you're getting fleet counterattack, furious charge, or stubborn. Compared to, I think one of them was interceptor. Uh, you make one of them. Uh, you know, you can make a unit of that same kind of type. Um, scoring and then uh, the other one I can't remember because I probably didn't even use it that much um, but yeah no, it's, it's it's a little different but then you know you have weapons and, and stats and stuff like that that's pretty much pretty much the same and then even looking at some of the generic units right like my white scars looking at jet bikes and whatnot you know they've they've taken a, a little bit of a hit do we know the full effect of, of what some of these rules do? I mean, I haven't really gone too, too deep into researching them, but um, going to like a lower toughness and having an extra wound now and their armor save got worse. You know, comparing it to the previous edition, you're kind of like, ooh, okay, well, armor three now, not two anymore, and toughness four, not five. Ugh, getting so knocked like out quick. Super Andy, Ultramarine Andy hot take. He said it changed your army. For the better, for the worse, or kind of neutral? I think I'm going to say kind of neutral. Um, like, I was vehicle heavy uh, with my, my tanks and whatnot, plus relied uh, a bit on, like, really delaying, um, you know, reinforcements or anything outflanking or anything in reserves. You know, I, I was able to screw around with the opponent with that, right? A lot of that stuff's gone, right? Um, so I, it's going to, I think what's going to happen is you're going to see a lot more Marines supporting each other in, in, in my army. Still going to take vehicles and whatnot, but uh, to, to get the bonus from the Ultramarines rule um, is, is, base pretty much going to be on marines right so um you got your uh you know you're gonna have your tactical marines and you're gonna have your support squads and heavy support squads stuff like that to get the bonuses uh to, to hit as you know 
your uh, probably going to be your tactical marines are going to be like super close in there getting in dirty, but getting a bonus from like a heavy support squad that's attacking the same unit that that troop squad is attacking, you know, to get to hit better, right? So, okay, so you guys heard it here first. Infantry meta is real. Tanks are dead in ninth edition. Or, I mean, sorry, sorry, ninth <laughs> edition. Harris uh, edition 2.0. And uh, just sell your tanks, buy infantry, buy, 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 buy. I'm almost inclined to honestly agree. I swear, <laughs> I swear, man, it's gonna be marine on marine action. It's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy. Well, they if you if you read like the the rules, like all the leaked rules. They're very. What they did is they they increased the prices of a lot of tanks, and then they dumbed down some of the weapons, and then they made some infantry cheaper or better, yeah. and I think yeah. that's what made them, uh, like make and and I think that's what it's supposed to be because the heresy was you know ten thousand space marines or a hundred thousand space marines in a legion, right? And and then you go to a tournament and there's literally a guy with the two ten man tactical squads, and it's like, oh, hey, yeah. that's fluffy, yeah, you right? Min, you min max your yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that they're you could really tell that they're trying to push people towards sixty you know, space going, marines. You know, yeah, going to yeah, you know, having a full thing of space marines and in 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 a way that it's not taxing like some legios were like a uh, blood angels and raven guard where it was like oh you have to have more marines than vehicles so now it's like oh we'll just make marines better and make vehicles more expensive oh for sure and i, th uh, and I think like maybe with these reactions that you're able to do um like you know strats like yeah, yeah well so you know legion <laughs> legion of stardis Astartes, whatever in brackets right um there's different types of reactions that you can use and, and whatnot and uh i'm sure that mainly is probably going to affect more infantry than anything right i'm sure there'll be stuff that works for vehicles and whatnot but uh if you have mass amount of marines of different types on the board, you're probably going to see a lot of that stuff popping off. So waiting for that core word introduction. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah so it's funny because like I'm looking at the Ultramarines one right now, and there's advanced reaction, right? And you know, it's it's for the Marine for the Ultramarines, but then it goes on to say, unlike core reactions, you know, advanced reactions are activated in unique and specific circumstances. So now you have a couple different types of reactions that can happen so well so what they did is there's core reactions so it's like overwatch or charging or whatever it is and then each and then i think what they did is they dumbed down each legion's legio rules or legion rules the and then what they did is and then they just yeah titanicus yeah so what they did is they end up spreading it out so that it you know, there there's a, a passive ability, and then there's a, a reactive ability. Yeah. Which, you know, works with your legion. So, you know, I, th I think the from the, the transcript I was reading for World Eaters, 
the one was like, if you use this during a charge phase, you get bonus movements to your charge and stuff like that. So, and then I think, uh, I, I, off the top of my head, I can't remember a bunch, but there's specific one. Oh, the Raven guard one. It was like, Oh, if you use this, you can move and then you get this shrouded ability. And so it was just like, you know, stuff that's works with your Legion. So but there's uh I thought there was some that like reaction specific to maybe units, certain units. Um uh, I thought there was one for the world leaders where they could react by like countercharging a unit that has shot them. That's oh, the, that's what that's it was. Easy. Sorry, yes, yes. That's right? the one. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the yeah, the Emperor's Children is that or sorry, if they get charged, that's what it is. If they get charged, you can declare a reaction as an EC-specific reaction that allows you to counter-charge, and it cancels their charge, and you get to charge them. So I think as that's the advanced roll. reaction, is that? Is, that's, that's right. That's probably yeah. what they're talking about, right? So Yeah, it's the EC advanced reaction. Yeah. Which is cool. That That's, that's neat, because that gives, like, each legion, you know, uh, some special things that is unique to them. You know what I mean? I mean um, let, let's curve out. Let's curve out reactions and talk about reactions specifically, because there's like there's there's reactions that um, basically the, your actions are, occur in the enemy's phase, right? Reactions are a way for you to inter engage with your opponent while they're moving through the steps of the phases. Yeah, right. that's what it's touted as, right? And so like it allows you kind of a constant. So you're not a passive player in the enemy's turn, effectively. What are your thoughts? Well, more interaction between the players for sure to make a more interesting game. I right? think there's going to be some strategy involved with them. Hundred percent, there will be. I I don't know. I I think I think what they did is they they made an already complex game, and then all they did was just add more rules on top. And for sure, it'll make for better gameplay or more strategy. Or, you know, ninth, if you look at ninth, ninth can be as simple as it is. You don't play with stratagems. You just play with the raw from the book. You have a fun time. Or you go into the in-depth and actually use strats. Or in the case of, like, heresy, use these reactions. And then the game gets way more complex. So, I mean, it's good and it's bad. Because I, I could see weak players being like, oh, I didn't know that you could withdraw so my charge that I was going to do, you know, it fucked me, right? Because you just moved back six inches. You just have to get teach good, him son. Yeah, you don't, I don't know. have to get learned. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, you're going to get those moments where the guy's like, "Ah, oh, this is my victory," and then it's just like, "Well, I'm it's smarter than you, so I'm going to outplay you," right? So we call that the East Event Strat. <laughs> so oh, it's just awesome, I, and I. And you know, I and I get it. It adds that extra layer, but I also think it adds a complication to it too. It, it's it's going to happen regardless of of what I I know it's going to happen to me for sure because it's going to come up. And I'm like, I don't know, you could freaking do that, right? It, it's going to happen yeah. for sure. Um, but you know, our community is pretty pretty good at helping each other out and talking about it and you know hashing out. Uh, um, just ideas with other players, right? Well, except for maybe Dan. He just crushes people, but you know. Oh, no. Goes, goes in there with his shadowy knives and. 
You didn't learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> the the quiet echo in the dark. Get yeah. good. Get good. Get I, good. Can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I okay. I have a prediction. Um, and it's what I've learned that G-Dub's been doing for 40k. Um, they talk about basically this year they're going to do the uh, core release of all the stuff. So you have your uh, your Trader Legion book, your Loyalist Legion book, your Rule book, and then the faction with everything else in it. Um, you know, Militia, Solar Ox, Demons, Custodies, all that stuff. Yep. And then talk about actually bringing out specific legion books next next year um be it monthly or bi-monthly whatever the case may be i think this is where you're gonna see just like 40k here's pretty much like the indexes have come out and now oh hey it's january so it's gonna be world eaters and you'll see probably specific world eater units added to their already like their actual rules and Mm -hmm. you'll see other reactions um, added as well where if you don't want to buy it that's fine you don't have to play with the extra new stuff you can stay able to play with whatever you've got but i think that's how they're going to keep evolving the game um as you know 40k has been doing it and they've been doing a, a fairly good job of uh continuously like advancing right and i know some people get a little salty like you know i dropped 65 bucks on a codex and two weeks later they came out with book of rust and all my dark eldar rules are in there and there's a like a bunch of bonuses they get and people get a little bit uh pissed off about that but for the most part i i like that they keep evolving they keep advancing the game and yeah you're gonna pay for it like they'll bleed you for it but at least we're getting the support that like we deserve i think as heresy players we've been doing it for so long and playing for so long like i'm fine with spending some cash if we're gonna get constant updates and for real, like they've probably put more into heresy in the last six months than we've seen in like the last almost three years. Just saying, just saying. Yeah, I, I don't, I kind of, I kind of in the fence between or on the fence between both opinions. I think I'll buy supplements all day. I'm a, I'm a dirty shill, <laughs> but um, I do agree with Dan that um, interactions in the enemy's phase mm-hmm. um, makes it makes it difficult to strategize um and makes it uh makes it convoluted to play sometimes and i i don't say that like you know obviously like we we get to a point with 30k where we've been playing it since you know i was as a group i think collectively we've been playing it together for 10 years um some of us a lot longer and i know all the rules inside out and it makes it pretty easy i think you got to get to that level of comfort with um with the new reactions and it's going to take uh, a long time to get to that level um it's not you're not just learning one rule set you're learning all all the rule sets plus the potential in those rules as you're playing it just just like 40k right now you look at the 40k rule set in ninth age with all the with, you know outside of the supplements and everything else is going on and you get to this point where you're like you can't really like theory craft even some cases or or math hammer cases because the there's almost infinite options in any scenario and so you're kind of just it does force you to build the list you want to play with rather than building for the meta, which I think is positive, but it just, it does make the rule set a lot harder to pick up and and digest for, for newer players. So it's kind of like there's, there's pros and cons. I could, I can definitely see that point. Um, What better reason though, to have, you know, um, that proposed like slow grow escalation league starting off with the 
the community right get everybody on board and playing and just you know learning all the rules together fumbling through um you know one thing i always have enjoyed a lot when we play like with our group specifically is uh the after game talks after we've played after we've decimated each other you know we're talking about what could we have done differently unit interactions you know what we could have changed it's nice to continuously um you know talk about the the game and uh get get better as a player uh because of that i think it's been um extremely beneficial like playing heresy all these years i know basically every time we play yeah just chatting about what what happened what went right what went wrong uh what would have been better it's just it's nice to be able to uh to go through that stuff I think too with uh you know with them putting all this extra stuff into the game and changing up and shaking it up a little bit it might make it a, a lot more enticing to um players from the 40k uh You're talking realm as well right the heresy curious people so you know um even outside of gw but like other places like i've had when they they dropped the um, the trailer for the you know heresy right, um, I had a couple guys from from the bolt action crew watching the video as well, and they're like, "I'm in," right? So who knows? Change up the rules, shake it up, make it where everybody's kind of learning it again, right? All at that same level, and uh, everybody can learn together for sure. I mean, it's going to take some people longer than others, of course, but I guarantee you people are going to be playing the shit out of heresy once it all drops. Um, and then having people come, come over from cross platform, pretty much, you know, other games to, to start playing it because there's all these new plastic kits coming out and the rules are available to you like instantly kind of thing, you know, from, from GW instead of getting it from forge world and stuff like that. And, uh, just being able to play it like with plastic kits, you know, that the core sets and stuff like that. And, uh, there was a little tidbit. I actually mentioned a bill earlier off, uh, off air here that, uh, I kind of just noticed, let me just find it here, but it mentioned, oh yeah. Yeah. So core and expanded army list profiles. I don't know if anybody read that or not, but, Pretty much they're talking about, um, you know, units that are core will be in the books and stuff, but then they'll have, like, supplementary PDF downloads and stuff from GW, you know, White Dwarf Magazine, all that kind of stuff. But they go on to talk about that as new units and models are released, their army list profiles will clearly state if they're core expand units and future publications may shift the category of a given unit with any such changes clearly noted in the unit's army list profile. So I'm like in my head, I'm thinking your core units are probably going to be all these plastic kits that they're coming out with and stuff. Right. And, uh, some of this expanded stuff, I think are probably just new stuff that they came out with, just like they've been coming out with the last few months. with all these new different units. Um, but it's interesting that they put that in there. Cause it's like, in these lists that we've seen here already or these pages like there's some units that are missing right the lightning for example 
it's not there. Yes, so, it's not yeah. there. I've heard it's there, but I, I haven't seen it in the book. Well, I, there's like if you go on each page, it literally says play test, like blast it across yeah. the, from yeah. corner to corner. Uh, I was going to make a comment about you were saying that it, it could bring players over. And I think there's a big thing that GW screwed up on if they keep weapon skill and ballistic skill the same in this book. Um, cause currently in the book, you know, they do the old seventh, um, weapon skill. Sorry, I'm just going on a little tangent cause this is, uh, and it literally, you have to work off some chart while Reach every brother. other, every other GW, uh, game, 40k, uh, Titanicus, uh, uh, I was going to say fantasy, AOS. uh, AOS, they all just tell you what to hit on. Yeah. And I think that I think they're missing out on a big thing that they should be switching over to. I, I a hundred percent agree. I, it was, it was kind of a, I think a backwards move to use the seventh eds yeah. weapon skill, ballistic skill rule set when clearly the ninth, uh, AOS second, uh, Necromunda titanicus rule sets everyone's now on the same idea of just here's the dice rule you need rather than figure it out now granted like to this point we do the math automatically but for a new player to pick it up it is kind of a bizarro rule set given the rest of the the, the genres of that they've developed a rule set mm -hmm. for. oh that's true for sure because well, yeah got... sorry andy i was just gonna say it was funny because i i was making this big rant i was like oh vehicles all moved to ballistic skill four they're all hitting on fours now like what the hell and then they're like i think bill was just like are you sure they're not hitting on threes and i'm like oh like, dan dan totally forgot <laughs> the old rules since playing all these new games right yeah <laughs> yeah it's it true sure. it's true it's it's a big that's a good point that's that's a really good point um it's funny you say that because, like, for me, like, you know, Bliss Skill 4, I automatically know it's a 3, right? Just from playing for so many years with that system. Mm -hmm. But then you go to play, like, I go play some 40K, and it's like, um, does what does this thing hit on again? I got to go check it. Like, I got to go take a look at it. Like, I have no idea. Is it a 4? Is it a 3? I have no idea. But, you know, oh, Bliss Skill 4. Yeah, okay. Bliss Skill 5. Okay, yeah, you know instant right so i don't know it's kind of I don't, I don't know if it almost seems like and i know you guys have mentioned this before that you've seen a whole bunch of rules that are coming into it that you see that are in ninth right i wonder if they're like they're slowly moving people from heresy from you know because this is a hybrid system now it, it totally i mean it looks like it to me right um but I wonder if they're just gradually going to start shifting it over, you know, okay, here's this version of Heresy, and then a year later, boom, right? Here's another new version of it. This is what's changed. It's going into closer to ninth, you know. Well, and I think, and I think Forge World and GW know the audience. 40K players, I think as a whole are generally stubborn and and tend to be uh, elitist in, in, a, in a sense that, you know, things have to be a certain way and you have to do them this way or that way. And this is how the game's always been played. And I think so change like I, the game hasn't changed in 10 years. 
And I think that you're going to see a lot of people throwing tantrums, just even with these tweaks. And oh, probably, oh, you'll see a lot. And I think, sure. and I think they, I think they probably knew that instead of just jumping straight to ninth, like they could have, like half half the legio legion rules exist in ninth in chapters. You know, Ultramarines, Blood Angels, they all have their own legion chapter book. Yeah. So they could have just easily done it in in heresy and i think i think they just didn't want to upset the crowd and have half the people if they're trying to reboot this they just didn't want to have half the people leave because they you know flip-flopped it to to ninth and i think a lot of times you might see heresy players that don't want to play ninth and that's why they play heresy well there's yeah it's an ongoing conversation on many pages about you know, don't want to play ninth. Don't want this. They want a new game without a new game. <laughs> they want new, fresh, exciting things without changing what the game is. Which yeah, it doesn't work, right? Um, it, just don't burn your armies, boys. Fifty dollars, we'll take it. It's just, yeah, it's. I was just hoping for a custodian's nerf, and here I got a whole new edition. <laughs> it's just, yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of big, um, a lot of big changes. Uh, I, I think this is very much kind of a slowly ease into things uh, approach from G-Dub. Um, yeah. You know, mentioning how we've been getting some of the new units in the past here with the, uh, you know, Thursday Heresy articles, Warhammer Community articles. Is it just me or does it feel kind of like a Mournable Events rewrite? Well, for sure. It's like they're, the, they're taking stuff from them, some. and they're like, there's hey, some. cool, man. And you see, like, they keep just, like, adding stuff, and I'm like, that's um, that's from Mortal Events, right? Like, even a lot of the uh, Legion-specific, like, rounds for Iron Warriors, for instance, they have, like, Olympian bolters. Oh, the shrapnel bolts yeah, for everything. Everything's yeah. got shrapnel and shred. And, you know, it's, it's free. It's just it's an 18-inch bolter now max range and i was like that's still pretty sweet in more of all events i pay five points for anything legion of stardies and they also get shrapnel pinning bolts just no shred so gw kind of took it threw a little bit of extra sugar on it and here we go right like it's just even word bears had a similar upgrade to the more of all events one so i'm just wondering if they're just trying to phase them out or trying to just take inspiration from where they can because like the stuff is well done like the rules are really good um, the oh, they're gonna take it, legit, right? right? Well, it's it's theirs essentially, so it's it, it's 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 cool. They're like, ah, oh, aliens. That's cool. You know what? We're gonna go Tyranids. Done. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think they're trying to be malicious towards no, Mornaville, no, 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 no. but but I think what they're doing, honestly, I think is what they're starting to do is listen, yeah, and and be like, oh, you know. We don't have to make a crazy looking cool unit. All we have to do is stamp a name on it and then say this is what it does. Yeah. Cuz you get what are the, is the sun killers or whatever? Yeah. Like like it's literally just a, a heavy support squad but all they did is just threw a little spice on it and you know you probably you probably made half the emperor's children community go, "Oh, you know, now it's now it's legit. I don't have to play Mornaval because you did it for us, right?" They've so, all been They've all been sitting on converted squads for the last 10 years waiting for the chance. And now that it's there, 
yeah, that's that's it. the other that's the other thing, right? Is it allows people to go out and do those conversions now too, and be able to actually use them. Yeah, so. Especially just so brand new just so six yeah. boxes. Just so we're clear, no Empress Children player has been sitting on ten last Canterbury. <laughs> ten, <laughs> just twenty, bro. No. Twenty, <laughs> maybe some Iron Warriors. That's that's uh, yeah, it. yeah. Oh just, yeah, if you've been yeah, my fellow Iron Warrior players, gather close real quick. If you're sitting on Iron Havoc squads, R.I.P. Man, they're they're gone. They're gone. They're now heavy support squads. They're gone from the initial shit that I've seen. Well, we only saw a transcript from the first draft. Yeah, playtest so phase one. But we haven't seen any trader like legit looking books or leaks yet. So who knows? Like what they did. I honestly, I'm curious. So. It was like destroyer squads that they've been bringing out like every month. Yeah. So, you think they'll be in the book, or do you think they'll just be campaign books like the the ones that GW is doing right now? I think they'll be the war zones. I think they'll well, probably be included, but new shit will be in those war zone books. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so what I'm guessing is in the Legion books right now, I think they're literally just going to have the legions that are, sorry, the models that exist or the, like the, the units that existed like right now. And then I think those special units, like the destroy, uh, the sun killers and the, the special destroyer units, I think those will all just be part of a PDF or a supplement or whatever. And I think they'll just be in a campaign thing. And it might just be those things where, you can you'll have to ask to use them i don't know i'm just guessing but where it's just like oh you can only use it for this campaign or that campaign or whatever but i don't know i think they'll be accessible for for regular play like um i mean they they did mention in this write up that you know there will be pdfs and stuff that will be for these units so mm -hmm. um it's an easy way for them to be like uh, let's do a write-up on some new whatever, right? Raven Guard unit, right? And we'll throw it into this campaign with some other Legion and bada-bing, bada-boom, now you got two new units. Put it out. Yeah. Right? right? You can buy it online or you can get it PDF or just how they've been releasing it, how it, you know, how it is right now. And it it's a big influx of, of new units using the, like you said, using the existing miniature range and then of course people can do conversions and stuff right as long as they don't go back to you know releasing rules for units that they have absolutely no minis for okay right okay they won't, okay they won't do that. Right. all right i'm gonna so this was what either concerns me or excites me about this is that if that's the case in the first ed rules like that we are the first revision rules like that we saw for ec there is a Lucius the Eternal rule stat profile. He doesn't have a model. He doesn't Sorry. have a model. And oh, it's coming. that makes me think he's getting a plastic model. Yeah. Or, to, to your point, Andy, is that they're just releasing this stuff and expecting the, the player base to pick it up, make the conversions, do the models. It could be, but they also could be releasing these um, starter armies, plastic kits, with these characters in those plastic kits, Ooh, in those starter drive right? sales, yeah, could do that, yeah, or they could do so, just the Fafnir ran, and there's that too, too right? right? Just 
throw them in a box. Oh yeah, they just character series yeah. stuff. Modest, just do a limited series. Yeah, it's funny because I think bro at thirty five bucks, which was legit. It's funny because I think we had a podcaster saying that GW just needs to start making all these other characters from the Heresy universe, and you're starting to slowly see them do that, bringing out you know plastic kits or these other resin kits or whatever, right? Of just other characters, you know. Uh, so, so Bill said that they're listening, but I I reread the Haywire rules today, and someone has clearly <laughs> not informed yeah, them. Fuck. They didn't someone, change it at all. They didn't touch Haywire at it. all. No, which no, is just... it got better. It got better. It auto wounds someone... on a two to five now. Oh. Before someone, someone it was deleted five hit. Now it's an auto wound on a two to five roll. They got better not only is it good against vehicles it's good against infantry too yeah that's true yeah it's haywire vehicle suffers a glancing hit all other models suffer one wound only invulnerable saves or damage mitigation rolls may be taken against wounds inflicted by this result that's crazy so i'm just... but are they talking about dreadnoughts though because dreadnoughts have wounds now well so it's that that could be just be other models too though, right? Like So so they didn't change it. They Oh like maybe you're right admit. actually. Dan. Sorry to interrupt you, Andy. Uh when this weapon with the special rule hits a model with the vehicle dreadnought or automata unit type, roll a D six to determine the effect rather than rolling to wound for armor penetration normally. And then it has that D six table we just talked about. So automata it got it got better against automata, so yeah. Yeah. It's better against Alex's Mechanicum then. Yeah. Ooh, and like the six <laughs> now, the six now doesn't allow any saves. No yeah. saves or damage mitigation roll may be taken against wounds inflected by this result. So a six is just an auto wound. It's like mortal wounds, oh, yeah. Fuck. It's like mortal wounds. So everyone's going to take hoplites against Alex. Are you, uh, so, so hoplites, <laughs> hop, hop, I mean, currently hoplites are the big unit that has the majority of that, those weapons, right? Yeah. yeah. So. We we've seen the rule here. Obviously, it's way better, and there's probably not too many units um, that have equipment for it, except for uh, Iron Hands. Iron Hands, Iron hands with shredders with assault to um, haywire. Yeah, <laughs> pop one up okay. in your ass with drills. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, fair enough. I'm just I'm just Turn. questioning. I'm just questioning. Maybe they 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 change the rules slightly, but they're going to be changing the units that have the yeah. majority of that weaponry. Maybe they don't have as much of it, but if, I'd be okay if the Iron Hands already has something that they they didn't have before. I don't know. Just I'm just guessing, right? Like maybe they they are, maybe they're not. Maybe maybe Hoplites got better. So <laughs> math, mathematically. I don't think that changed too much because like you popped up, you know, 10, 10 hoplites hop out of a drill or a poor dreadnought walks up to them. Um, 10 dice they're previously they're hitting on twos and on a two to five, they're doing a glancing hit. So like nine typically or eight are going through, you're killing a dreadnought. Even if he, if, even if the dreadnought makes, you know, one or two, five ups, it doesn't matter. You're still doing enough. Even with their runes profile based on this with invulnerable saves, it does the mm. exact same thing. Yeah. It's gnarly. That's for sure. Yeah. And it's actually, to be honest, it is, you know, to, to put on my, my mechanic of robe and, and tentacles for a second. Um, 
it is it is i think it's gonna be pretty good uh for the faction as a whole because the faction doesn't have a whole lot of uh strength nine ten so if they really nerf this in the ground it'd be real difficult for for mechanicum to deal with you know high armor value uh targets don't they have venators and things that make everything lance yeah i gotta take i gotta take three tanks to get access to three last cannon profiles and i'm only allowed three heavy slots I wonder what the stats on knights are going to be. Well, destroyer stomp's gone. Yeah, and like, like not not gone, like gone, gone, like totally different. I was just reading that; it's fantastic. It's yeah. fantastic. Well, it's what it should have been before. It's, uh, I believe, if I recall correctly, it's strength ten now. Strength ten AP one. Yeah, which is fine. Like I'm, I'm fine with strength ten AP one all day. All day, no problem. And it and it does it does D three wounds, yeah. uh, or D three penetrating hits if you pen with it. So, like that's always much easier to deal with versus destroyer. Um, you know, go back to when Magnus was running around with D novas and D everything else, Mo- and you're like, oh god, mind blast, like, uh, yeah, everything. crazy. Yeah. And then they nerfed. Don't it. remind me. They nerfed it, and it's like, oh, it's strength ten. You're like, that ain't shit now. Like. Pfft. <laughs> you can do whatever you want now, buddy. Like I don't care, right? Like get fucked, Magnus. Yeah, you're straight ten AP one out of here. Magnus got yeah, nerfed. Cool, Eternal Warrior. <laughs> like just it doesn't matter. So it's just it's interesting to see how uh, how things are gonna be changing because I know that was one of the big issues with knights and whatnot specifically is this D stomp. Just yeah, it. it well, oh yeah, you'd walk up with everything f- with with a Primarch with full wounds that should just beat it up. Yeah. And you get to the, you know, you get to the last initiative one and he, you know, stomps and rolls a six and it's just like, yeah. oh, I guess I'll just take half my fucking uh, units away, sort of swear. But yeah, yeah, take take my units away and my Primarch that costed more than that knight did. Well, that's just it, right? Here's Angron in the books who can hold up a Warhound foot, but a knight just stomped him for D6 plus six yeah. wounds, bro. <laughs> outrageous right like i'm glad that's changed. no it's just removed it was just removed oh, it yeah. wasn't even a, a destroyer it was just if you roll the six from whatever's underneath that yeah. template's just gone yeah sorry son sanguinius never existed because <laughs> <laughs> a lowly knight just stomped him uh, to death it's just yeah it, there's some really good changes coming um psychic phase looks a little bit gutted um just a little bit, well, like uh, like there's like three and no batteries anymore. No, yeah. there's only three like spells per core uh, psychic discipline, which again leads me to think that when these specific books are going to be dropping, that they'll have their own stuff, right? Like here's all the core Updated. different stuff. Oh, here look, thousand suns, cool. Now you get your dirty, you know, psychic phase powers, and then it's like, oh, space was cool. Here's your non psyker ritualistic shit right like it's, it's gonna, yeah it's and this is all c- coming from 40k when when all the supplements were coming out because yeah. as they were coming out it was like oh the raven guard are out oh all their powers are like help them with Stealthy, cover saves yeah. and like do these sneaky little wounds that you know and or or uh salamanders is all flame attacks and yeah. stuff like that and i and i guess we're gonna probably see more of that when if and when supplements come out, I suspect so, and I'm for it. So there's, there's uh, like like we're saying, there's a lot of little different changes and whatnot, and 
I was just scrolling down, like looking at the um, the demon rules here. Uh, again, another thing that kind of they already have it in the current rule set, where like the demons' uh, toughness and strength change depending on like the turn it is. Mm -hmm. um, so they have it here, and they're. Uh, first two turns, they're getting a bonus of plus one. Turn three goes to zero, and then four minus one, and then five and six minus two. Uh, on minus, yeah, minus one on five and six, and then minus two on turn seven. And then they have a whole bunch of other stuff here, which is just kind of fear stuff and like morale stuff. Very similar to what they already had, but this this little aspect of it where your toughness is changing all the time and stuff. I think that will probably slow down, um, you know, the game with some stuff because there'll probably be a lot of players forgetting about it. That already happened, though. That's that's already part of the demon rules. No, no, I I know that, but it, it's specifically in here now, like uh, in here, just in the general rules of like demon type, right? Um, I don't know if that would take effect if you took them as allies, like in a in a word bearer army right now. Do you know about that, uh, Alex? Sorry, what? Currently, right now, like if being a word bearer player, you were to take demons, does that still happen to them? Where they their toughness gets weaker or stronger, or whatever? You know? Uh, I actually don't know. I I. I don't think so because the the etheric buff that they get is from the Demons of the Ruin Storm book, which only applies to the Demons of the Ruin Storm units, whereas the summoned units weren't. Well, but they would technically they would they would use the dump the new book. They would get the so rule. I would, yeah. I would think they would get the rule. Yeah. So yeah. Well, so what I'm saying is though, like, because the word bearers have units that get turned into demons, right? Like currently, um, right now. Yeah, in the current rule set. Yeah, I wonder if, like if that stays the same kind of that that would affect them now, considering this is oh your generic generic rule now, right? Oh, you're are you are you asking if Gorvalback will get worse as the game continues? Yeah, like that's kind of the idea of it. So that like turn four or five, they're at minus they're at minus one toughness and I, strength. I don't think it would attack. It would like affect the uh, Gorvalback only because they're not essentially like demons on their own who are losing their well, grip depends with if they have this reality the type they pos they're so, possessed in a star but you're going in the fluff though but we're talking about keywords Listen, this is all fluff bro so as <laughs> so uh, yeah because it goes as with other unit types the demon type includes a number of subtypes which may be referenced in so, other age of darkness books in the in the leaked in the in the rev one word bearers rules galvor back don't have the demon keyword okay. um, and i think what they have is they have a special rule called demonic or something like that where they get the buff that gives them plus one strength but there's no degrading profile hmm. but, but this will be mainly for actual demons then probably yeah just for pure strain so if we're going if we're going off fluff though the Gorvel back, they're not always in demon form. They're like werewolves. So they would get worse as the as the combat went on because they, they sleep inside and then they come out during combat. 
because they turn back into <laughs> humans. So they would get worse. So maybe they should add that, Bill. They should get worse rather, as the... I would rather they didn't. <laughs> he just, he just, uh, he just uh, needs a nappy nap. It's okay. I'm okay yeah. with them being T5 with three wounds now, okay? They can stay like that. Is it strength 5 too now, too? It is T5, strength, strength 5, five. Yeah. Three wounds. Yeah. Do they got Mardo Strike for some... Because everything's got Mardo Strike now? No, they don't have that. <sighs> but they have access to some other, some other good stuff. So... What about uh, what about a segue here into uh, some of the Legion profiles? I can dig it. I can dig it. Do you uh, do you want to do you want to go first, Bill? Because you're you're right there. I could doing stuff, reading the, reading things, reading things, reading stuff. Uh, one of the nice things I stumbled upon was um, this is from Phase One shit though. But anyways, the uh, the Iron Circle got dramatically better from the reading that I've uh, seen so far. Basically, they have a movement of 8. Uh, their Strength 7, T7. They have 5 wounds. They have uh, a sweet, sweet 3 attacks, which is all around better than what they were before. Um, the nice thing is, is they still have a 3 up. They still have their 5 up and vulnerable. The shield still works the same. Um, their hammers are just as nasty as they have been in the past. Um, it was nice to see, and they went down to 150 points versus 205, which I'll run six all the time now. I used to run four when I actually did run them, and now that they're cheaper, I'll run six and basically pay a little extra to have 33% more killing power. What's so. funny is they made Automata easier to kill with grab guns and meltas, because meltas now let you reroll wounds against yeah. automatas. Yeah, but not to cut you off, but yeah. That's why Purdy leads the pack, bro. <laughs> so he can tank that shit with his two up, three up. So, which has been nice. It's been nice to see uh, uh, Primarchs in general kind of get uh, a nice treatment where majority have two up, four up, and there's a few. Um, shining examples that have a three plus invulnerable save so that part's nice is there have they changed anything about um perturabo that you noticed um the logos some of the his stuff is a little bit different um there's a few things but i just i won't go into too much of the details one because I, I don't have the trader dock right in front of my eyeballs but just to make sure uh like he does change a little bit differently. Although I do remember uh, reading that. So Iron Warriors they lost their immune to uh, morale uh, via the shooting uh, phase. But if you take per trouble in your army, they gain basically the true believer um, trait like War Bears had, where you roll three d six and take away the highest dice for all your morale and leadership tests, um, which. I think that makes it uh, really cool and fluffy just because uh, as long as Purdy's around, you know, they don't want to fail. Um, they might have flashbacks of decimation, so. It's, it's only Iron when iron Within when Daddy's around? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's especially Iron Within when Daddy's around, right? Like, it's uh, it's pretty good. Like, a lot of the change, there's been a lot of changes with the uh, rights of war and um, 
just with some of the legion rules tyrants obviously went up a little bit in points by like five points uh, but they ended up gaining like a skyfire missile set as well and uh two wounds two, yeah extra wounds which awesome uh yeah they got their you know they have their regular crack missile cyclones but the skyfire makes them really really good uh i think there's going to be i think tyrants will be a big presence on the board not like they weren't already like every iron warrior guy had 10 or you would use five to eight right because sometimes being 10 you don't want to be that guy but uh yeah i think you'll see them well, prevalent again well they're i got the pdf open uh they because their actual like legio rule changed from the morale yeah and now it's now what it is is they get plus one to their strength when hitting against dreadnoughts automatic vehicles and buildings yeah so those missiles are now strength nine when hitting vehicles which is fluffy as hell so just meant to crush crush defensive lines man Dan, what about you? Um, well, I mean, the Iron Hands actually didn't change all that much. Uh, they can actually run now without taking a morale test or a leadership test. Um, but I mean, I think I think overall the Iron Hands got better for me. Uh, they get you know, like we talked with the Grav Shredders, which are assault two. They're only twelve inch range, but you're putting them in a drill anyways. Um, and basically becoming Space Marine Hoplites. Um, Ferris Manus didn't change actually at all. I, uh, the only thing I think that changed on him was he can't take, he can't take, um, oh, he can't play without the hammer. He just always has the hammer. Um, I don't know. Iron Hands didn't change all that much. Oh, the only thing, it's not Iron Hand specific, but it, it's what I played. It, Armored Breakthrough disappeared, and it turned into um, that other tank one, and it makes me sad because now uh, Predators can't become troops. Or, sorry, Predators are troops, but they're not fast anymore. Mm-hmm. I also, Raven Guard is another Legion that I've been playing with, and... Uh, the big winner for them is the Dark Furies getting two wounds and they get like two extra attacks on top of their two to three wound, uh, attacks. So they're getting, you know, five attacks on the charge. Uh, they can also take, they also can have three sergeants for whatever reason. In one squad? Yeah. That's crazy. It says you can, uh, a Dark Fury squad can include um nine fury oh if a squad has nine furies you may upgrade two of these to become chosen of the slain so you can have three sergeants in there <laughs> they got person strike uh i don't know what sudden strike is i i didn't go through every usr is uh i'm guessing that's plus one initiative on the charge i don't know if anyone knows what sudden strike is take a peek Sudden strike? Yeah. Keep going. I, Back to him, 10 seconds. Yeah, and I mean, for them, that's that's kind of what I was excited for. And uh, Korax got um, a 4-plus involve all the time. 
he kind of lost the I'm invisible, don't stare at me kind of thing. <laughs> you can't see so, me. Yeah, you can't see me. Uh, so he lost that. But he basically became Conrad in the fact that he's got like shrouded all the time and he's got a hit and run now. And uh, on the Raven Guard page, they're a little confused by because it says he gets three stances in combat, but two of them are when he charges. So. I don't know if there's a little bit of a mix-up there, because one's Rage and one's Sudden Strike. But he's already Initiative 7, so he's probably going before anyone any- anyways. I think that's a, a unit-specific, because it's not in the US Yeah, it's not. I was just about to say. No? No. Oh. It's probably, uh, like, data slate entry only. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. It, like, overall, like... I, I'm kind of happy, in, you know, because like I said before, I, uh, horse, heresy, horse heresy players can be stubborn and they don't like change. So, I mean, like, my first Legion was Iron Hand. So I'm kind of happy that they didn't change all that much because they, they weren't, they were always in the middle. They're not, they weren't super good, but they weren't super bad. So I'm actually pretty happy that they're still, because they still get the minus one strength. Or sorry, they still have the, yeah, the minus one strength of shooting if they get shot at. Um, but I mean, like, you know, it's just, Gorgon's got two wounds, which is nice. Uh, they should have just got rid of Gorgon's, even if they had a model. They should have just went with the actual Iron Hands Terminators. But, I don't know. I, if, I guess you can jump in there, Alex. You, I, you've been going on and on about these Wardens. Him, <laughs> ruffle some pages here. <laughs> Get ready. Uh, so maybe maybe it's just because I was I was so starved for rules for so long, um, but I, I got access to the uh, the first revision trader rules and I read through them all, read through them all again and fell in love with the Emperor's Children rules. I think they're so much better, so much more fluffy now. I am uh like across the board there were some big buffs to some of the trader legions i think uh, most trader players will be excited a lot of the the more um i guess maybe first and second book armies uh even some of the third and fourth book armies that were maybe a little neglected over the last couple years um night lords emperor's children um even world eaters to an extent got real fluffy um rule changes that really support um i think those those armies and those the qualities that i think players that play those armies really like but uh emperor's children where where do i start um phoenix wardens uh, or phoenix warden is a special upgrade to champion um console that you get basically turns them into a very specific warden gives them access to all of the phoenix terminator rules um phoenix turn rules the big ones are that uh they have kind of a, a stance that you get to pick in combat which allows you to either be extremely defensive or extremely offensive and the defensive is they basically get uh i guess it'd be sixth edition or seventh edition involvement or invisibility so you can only hit them on sixes in close combat across the board they can't change it or alter it and then um i guess sorry it doesn't work against 
think it doesn't work. Maybe not. Might not work against fearless units or primarchs. It might. Have, there's a, a certain specific entry is a primarch ignore it. But and the other one is offensive, where all of their attacks are considered at AP one, but struck at an ish one. Hmm. So it gives you like a just a wicked fluffy. You know, they're supposed to be extremely good in close combat. For the last ten years, they were garbage. <laughs> Now, now they actually get like a uh, solid buff uh, to their to their close combat ability, which is fantastic. What initiative are they? Five. Yeah. Nasty, nasty. <laughs> and weapon skill five too. And they're two wounds now. Two wounds now. Yeah. The Terminators. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, some of the other stuff, like more more on the like the general rules. Um, you get access to surgical augmentations now. Uh, that gives you three options for it's on. I think it's twenty-five points per unit is the or is the rule, or fifteen to twenty points per character. But like sonic shriekers are just neg one to hit in close combat, similar to the minus one weapon skill they had before. Subsonic pulsers is a new one that ignores the penalties to leadership and ballistic skill imposed by night fighting. And the new night fighting rules are when night fighting is in effect, you're minus one leadership and a max range of 24 on all weapons. You just get to ignore that. And minus and one sonic... to ballistic skill, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then Sonic Lance just gives them a strength to uh, a strength to flamer with rending six and pinning. So, awesome. <laughs> and you can, you can put that on on anything that you can put surgical augmentations on. So like Palatine Blades, uh, Phoenix Terminators, characters. So like, you know, 10 Palatine Blades, all with basically flamer templates that uh, have six upper ending <laughs> for 25 points for the whole unit. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, sorry, uh, Sonic Shriekers still suffer from like the, the fear thing? Yeah, so, fearless, so... fearless, ignored it. They, you ignore it if you're fearless. So do you think people might not choose those ones and they probably would choose the other two more often? You think? Uh, I have a hard time choosing a situation for 25 points where neg one to hit in close combat is not awesome. Well, if you're playing a lot of fearless units, then it's useless. I, I don't I don't see, like, going through even the, the loyalist stuff here, I don't see a lot of fearless units anymore, though. Not many of them. It's a lot of stubborn. Don't get me wrong, but very few fearless. It's true. Chaplains don't even give fearless anymore. Yeah, like I think, and then the change to fear in general yeah. across the board, I think, is going to lead to like uh, morale. <laughs> like night lords having so many fear alteration rules that like you're probably not going to fight night lords. You're probably going to run from them most of the time in close combat, unless you're either stubborn or fearless. Yeah, because fear. Fear now doesn't uh, cause you to fight at weapon skill one. It causes a negative to your morale. So, uh, but yeah, and, continue, and it, Alex. Like, it can stack. So like, yeah. like Night Hunter has like neg, neg, I think two base. It goes up to neg four or something like that. But you know, most units having leadership eight, you know, <laughs> trying to pass a two d six roll of four or under is real tough. Take those vexillas. Yeah, but I don't know. There's just just general like across the board. Like um, Phoenix Terminators went down from 265 to 200 points for five, Ooh. plus all their upgrades. They get access to Phoenix Spears surgical augmentations, the skill unmatched rule, which is the six hit or AP one hits. Um, they got you know plus one movement and stubborn, um, 
additional to their units, which is fantastic. Palatine blades went up 100 uh, to 25, or sorry, went up 20 points overall. But uh, they got artificer armor base, counterattack, um, skill unmatched, which is the same rule as above. Chosen warriors, which allows them to take and accept challenges for any model in the unit, plus one movement like most stuff to movement seven. Um, access to surgical augmentations, like just across the board. Uh, better. Their weapons got cheaper if you want to take power spears on all of them. They went from like 10 points down to 5 points per model. Um, yeah, just awesome. So, not to cut you off again. Uh, so they, they start with uh, Charnable weapons? Correct. And there's actually three profiles for them now. Uh, I was going through the weapons a little while ago. So there's like a spear, there's a there's a Rapier. A sword, yeah, a sword and um, like a mace or something. I can't remember. It was just a oh, an axe, or so I I can't remember. But now you can go load them out with different profiles if you want to just use their base weapon. That's pretty sweet. Interesting. Uh, sorry. Continue. No, okay, it's like across the board, just great. Super nice. excited. Oh, and Lucius. Lucius. All the rules for Lucius. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Lucius is weapon skill 7, Inish 6, 4 attacks, 2 up, 4 plus plus. Um, he's got preferred enemy characters, stubborn, supreme duelist, uh, which means he gets plus 1 attack if his opponent has a higher initiative. Precision strike on a 3 up. Um, his weapon is called 19, strength user, rending 3 up, duelist, aegis. Murderous Strike 6 up and Master Crafted and Duelist Aegis. He gains plus one weapon skill if, if he is in a challenge. So he's weapon skill 8 in a challenge with 4 attacks base. And he has 2 weapons, so he's 5 attacks. If he charges, that's 6 attacks and Nish 6. If he's Emperor Shirden or he charges, he gets a plus one. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's getting, <laughs> so he's weapon skill 8, Nish 7, 6 attacks on the charge. Like, get fucked. <laughs> Sorry, it's just really good. Like he, like he, he could, he could stall a primer. There's gonna be loyalist listeners, just like shit, man. What do I get? Right, like sell targets. That's <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, oh man. Oh god. That's no, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, it sounds like they pretty big boost for them. Yeah, it sounds like some pretty awesome bonuses. I will admit, I know we're wrapping up a little bit here. Uh, things that things that bug me about seeing this uh, stuff. Ambush deployment zone is still in there. That deployment zone just just silly. I don't know why they have it. And the missions didn't change. No new missions. Um, like some of the wording has changed, but they still got the same six classic shit. Um, Blood Feud, they've cleaned up some of the writing in there, which is nice. Uh, but yeah, they still got the same six missions for name. Uh, there is a little bit slightly changes on all the all the scoring stuff, but I don't know. It would have been cool to see them step outside of the box and come up with some new some new stuff. Um, get rid of that ambush deployment because trash. But yeah, I just yeah. Yeah. Did you read the flanking assault rules? That's that's new. No, I did not. Yeah, you pick a you have a token, you put it on 
where whatever board edge you want, and then you come in from that, and then everyone comes in a lot. Oh, that's nice. At, at once. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Deep strikes like that too. They they change deep striking so you have one model that rolls, and then he comes on, and then everything else just comes on with him, and, and it's usually he's within a circle of of the first guy. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole bunch of changes. I mean, we could talk forever yeah. about this. There's tons. So maybe, maybe Bill. So you, you got a few gripes. What are your maybe? What are your three big gripes and three positives? Um. Overall, I guess for in terms of gripes, um, the no new no new actual uh, missions would be my first one. Uh, my second gripe would be not changing haywire because it's silly and my third gripe would be my my third gripe would be keeping the blast templates and like just keeping this the seventh edition version of like the the hit chart and blast templates like i don't know I like playing without them. It goes a lot faster. Um, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything when I don't get them, right? Like, it's just, those are my gripes for that. Uh, Positives, though, uh, Psychic Phase toned down a lot. Um, So, you know, people looking to just kind of win the game on Psychic alone. Doesn't look like it's going to happen anymore, which is good. That's a positive change. Uh, Overall, the Assault. Uh, it definitely feels like it's going to be an assault edition instead of a shooting edition. Um, the rules to assaults have been a really nice change to see, um, which basically you get extra extra inches to your assault based on your movement, which is pretty legit. And then my third positive would be um, just the overall changes so far, I guess. Um, I feel like the change is positive just in the fact that they are updating the book. It is a little bit of an ad hoc kind of version between 7th and 9th, they call it, you know, 2.0. But it's a step in the right direction. It's going to make for some good positive uh, gameplay, I think. So, Andy, 3 and 3? Oh. Um... Well, negative, I guess, would be uh, they've took out some of the units from some of the legions that uh, they previously had in the books, but they never had any models for. Um, that's kind of a bit of a, a gripe for me, because it's like, well, you've been waiting so long for this stuff, and then now it's just gone, right? Um, like the Ultramarines lost two units. The Fulman Terrace and the Luck Terrace Assault Squad. They're just, they're not there. So, that's one thing. Um, other gripes for the, the game itself? There might be some phases that might get a little bit more complex. Uh, like they mentioned earlier, with the additional rules. Um, it's kind of a good and bad thing for me, just from the fact that 
you can be more interactive in the game with your opponent and whatnot throughout different phases, but at the same time, it's going to probably, um, you know, make some confusing moments for a lot of players just kind of going through through the motions, especially with getting used to, like, you know, reactions and whatnot. I'm sure there'll probably be a lot of confusion with it, but um, it's kind of a minor gripe. Um, I I I like it and I don't like it, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens when when we start actually playing it. Uh, third, I don't know. Um, I actually kind of was hoping that they would have done something different with the psych phase. Uh, instead of like toning it down to where it was, I, I figured they would have actually shaken it up a bit and maybe changed um, a lot of the psychic powers. Um, not make them, you know, like super powerful or anything, but just change them up and clear them up and, and just change in general, right? So to me, like, okay, if you played, you know, at the time you played uh, Thousand Suns, jury or a powerhouse with psychic powers but you know they they mess they fix that up and then it toned everything down for them already but no other legion really what maybe word bearers used some psychic powers but i don't i don't think it was too bad you didn't see it too often unless you're playing against uh thousand suns right so it would have been nice to see something different with it maybe even just different powers like completely completely overhaul them kind of thing um positive well the whole change in, in general just that one step in the right direction slowly but it's going there uh there's a lot of wording that they definitely cleared up um which i like uh, there's also other things that uh specifically tell you that um this is how many shots this vehicle has. I can't remember the actual rule. I just read it not too long ago here, but uh uh it's a rule where it has a, a bracketed number and pretty much that rule is this is how many weapons you can fire, right? Instead of trying to figure out, well, how many weapons can I fire from when I moved, you know, this and that kind of thing, right? Um, so there's that. And then, I don't know, just overall in general, looking at stats and stuff of units, they've kind of um, adjusted toughnesses on units. You know, like, the as an example, the um, quad mortars, they're now toughness five, right? I, we all use them to the advantage of using that toughness seven in previous edition, right? They're hard to take out because they're that high. They're tougher to take out than maybe a Dreadnought even. Um, but now they've toned that down. So you, you kind of see it across the board that they've toned down some stats on like the the basic units, which in general, like they get hit by some artillery piece. Yeah, they're probably going to get blown up to shreds, right? Not just, oh yeah, we took it. We took a strength eight hit. You know, we're okay, right? Um. But yeah, overall, I think it's a it's a uh, good good path that they're taking. Uh, a lot of stuff cleared up, and I can't wait to play it. Uh, 
The other thing that I really liked is they gave Ventanus rending on his power sword. That's about it. Yeah, maybe he'll kill something in close combat now. Maybe. <laughs> so I had to put that one in there. So yeah. Dan? Um a lot of things have been said that I kinda agree with. I mean as much as I like Blast, complicated when you have like 10 of them or 8 of them and you're like going over or there was like just rules or people, you know, like from whatever position you're looking at, oh, I'm hitting 10 guys and the other guy's like looking from the other across the table Clearly going, seven. no, it looks like you're hitting, f-. yeah. So I agree that Blast should probably go away. It works in Titanicus because you have one model and you're trying to hit him with a Blast. But when you're trying to hit like a, you know, 20 guys in a crater and you got this template that you're trying to go over top of and you're like, uh, I'm counting, you know, this many guys. So I, I agree. And the them not taking advantage and stepping up and being like, oh, yeah, we're going to switch ballistic skill and weapon skill. I could, you know, it's foolish that they that they wouldn't do that. Um, uh Another thing that I don't like is it's it's good and bad. Them adding all these extra reactions and stuff and and then changing profiles on weapons. There's like bayonets, chain bayonets, combat weapons, chain swords. I get it, you know, there's all those different weapons, but when I have when I have 80 Raven Guard all with knives and I want them with chain chain swords now because i want the shred i'm gonna have to break off all those those knives now so i mean that part that's just because i i didn't know what was gonna happen in the future and that's that's my fault but um uh but positives obviously change is good it's always good for the better and i mean some of some of my gripes and stuff are just me being scared of change and not knowing or not knowing how the game's going to play. Because I played this game for 10 plus years. It's always been the same. And now they're going, well, we're just going to tweak everything. And now i got to relearn everything. Because I I basically could play without the book for the most part. You know, other than a few certain rules I, you know, never used. Now I have to actually, like, relearn it. And that's probably what scares me the most. But it's also good because now it'll actually they'll actually have to sit down and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna read through this and figure everything out." And then then we go through the whole growth process because we saw it in Titanicus where we all started from the bottom and we were all like fumbling through it, and then we got to a point where we where we were like Bill was saying after the game helping each other and being like, "Hey, no, you should do that," or this rule does this. So I mean that part of it, I I really like the community aspect. Of yeah, like yeah. learning together, and, and we have a strong community here in Edmonton with the Heresy, and especially between the four of us and the rest of the Fever guys or whatever, that we can grow as a as a community. So I mean, and I don't know, just change is better. I I guess that's my positive. I I can't pick out a uh, a strong thing that I really like because it might be good for me, but it might be bad for you. So I don't want to. I, I think just change in general and, you know, and if it brings in those guys, like Andy was saying, there was bolt action guys that were curious about the game and now they can jump in because there's a new addition instead of, you know, 
us playing it for 10 years and then new guys coming in and getting uh, kicked like a puppy, um, you can you can get these new guys coming in and learning with us. So yeah, exactly. I don't know. I guess Alex, you got stuff you want to throw out there? Uh, yeah, I'll try to be concise. Um, my pros are the reaction I think creates flavor forces players to make individual decisions, which I think in the end will create pretty thematic moments for most players. I think it does have the opportunity to have some field bads moments, but I think overall, I think the good will outweigh the bad. Um, second would be, you know, the core core rule changes. Like after the first read through, I was like, okay, this is this is pretty good. I, I think I can I can get this. But like after kind of getting into the weeds on fear, night fighting, you know, you know, you read, you get in the habit of reading plasma weapon rules or like um thunder hammer rules or auto cannon rules so much that you're just like oh yeah it's it's strength seven it does this blah, blah, blah. you actually start reading it now and then there's oh there's like there's rending on a lot of stuff that didn't have rending before there's murderous strike yeah. on melee weapons that didn't have them before um and small things like that are creating um or making units a lot more lethal than they may have traditionally been um, and it changes kind of the unit profiles just enough that, you know, I looked at, I looked at the whole kind of, um, Astartes, Legion of Astartes rules. and was like, Hey, like suddenly a whole lot of these units have playability that they didn't before, which is pretty exciting. It's not like, you know, I know what attack squad does. Well, now attack squad with, you know, varying power weapons or chain blades, or, you know, it's just slight addition to, or tweaks to the rules makes them slightly more viable in different situations. I think that that creates good list building choices. And then uh, third pro was like honestly I, I read I've read through the rule set at least the phase three uh, rule set for the rules and phase one and two rule sets for traders and and uh, loyalists and the rule set actually appears to be cleaner. I didn't get through this rule set this time and be like oh, what what the fuck does that what what does that mean like I had to reread it a few times it was like it was like oh I, yeah okay that makes sense that's pretty clear the language is concise there's lots of bullet points saying this is exactly how this works mm-hmm. you know there's no there's no confusion there's no expectation that you're supposed to imply anything I think you could read rules as written across the board here and for the most part it's applicable there's no nice. there's not a whole lot of gray hair yeah yeah no I'd agree with that for sure I was just gonna sorry Alex but in uh, it's kind of adding to your point uh i was gonna say brackets i like that things have brackets now yeah so that like breaching or, or rending so a rending could be on a six plus or it can be on a four plus it's not this is always what it is it could be depending on that character because primarchs will have like murder strike four plus but you might go to another weapon that might be murder strike six plus yeah i think i think that allows them to like adjust the rule set as well mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. you know if if I don't know. Maybe maybe charmable weapons are not lethal enough. That maybe they, you know, we get a revision here that all charmable weapons are five rending five up from now on, or four up, or whatever you need. You can make slight additions to to weapon profiles to change, you know, whole units' uh, effectiveness in the battlefield without having to like introduce a new unit or you know drastically adjust their points, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think I think anything that allows them to tweak is is a good change to the rule set. That's awesome. For sure, yeah. And you, do you have any quick negative ones that you? Uh, the the only two that really stand out, I, I think they were already repeated here, is like the, the, the fucking hit table, man. Like just 
lazy <laughs> at this point. And and the other thing that struck me as lazy is is, is Bill touched on is the the lack of new missions. Um, it that just seems like a total miss. And I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that the final revision that there is some new missions or some change like to even to even name them the same <laughs> seems like like uh, it was easy just, mode man for real yeah i just uh, yeah i the other thing too is i was hoping given given all the strength and, and support behind the itc and and progressive um missions how they've seen real playability in more of all rule set how they've kind of taken off in in uh ninth edition i was actually really honestly truly hoping for uh like a, a progressive rule set for missions allowing point scoring as the turn progresses and we didn't get that and that just that also seems like a real big miss to see that popularity and not see it transposed is frustrating yeah well you, i guess on that point you never know they could also they could drop a matched play set of something. Um, it's hard to say. Yeah, or, or we just force you to rewrite them, and, like we've been doing for the last six years. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, oh, oh, overall, um, really good. Like exciting things are coming. Uh, I think Heresy is going to be in a better place than it is now. And I can honestly say that. I think um, the game right now is good, but not great. And it, I think it will become uh, really good. Like, it it will gain that magic back that we had during, like, the first, you know, four years of playing. Where after these last, like, two, it's kind of, it's fun, but it's a slog. You know you're in for it. It's a little stale. This is going to freshen it up. And I think uh, overall, yeah, it's going to be great. So... So it, for myself, like it's going to bring back the excitement of the game, right? I, I mean, you, you can already hear it here. Like Alex is popping off about Lucius, you know, and he's just totally excited over there, right? But with the players, heresy. <laughs> the players coming back into the game, new rule set. It's it's you know, there's it's fresh. There's a lot of new things to learn to try out. It's going to change the way the legions are played. It's going to change the way the game is played. Um, people are going to be really, really excited to start playing again. Um, I know we've kind of put it on the back burner a bit, you know. Um, so it's it's kind of, to me, it's going to get ramped up real quick. Uh, I, I foresee people totally starting new armies just from what they're seeing, right? Um, there might be some armies shifted around. Um, your usual armies, like I'm pretty sure my ultramarine army is probably going to change uh, compared to what I have already right now. Um, it's going to be nice to play, uh, you know, my white scars, um, even though it is a change for them as well. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, but overall, the excitement's going to be there. Uh, the player base is going to come, you know, creeping back and get games going again. And just even right now, like the overall stuff that we're seeing and leaks and pictures of minis and, and people are just exploding and getting hyped, right? So um, it's good. It's good. Um, and I hope, and I, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen, but they will keep releasing stuff. You know, GW is in control now. They have the reins. They'll probably give it the same 
effect is 40k right uh, like bill mentioned earlier you know every six months or whatever you get some new books to update stuff and keep stuff fresh hey why not right people might not like it but there's always they can always go back playing seventh if they want but hard pass with <laughs> <laughs> With uh, with the new rule set and the new everything else, just uh, yeah, it, it looks bright. It looks looks good to me. Nice. Well, that's basically a wrap. Thanks for uh, jumping in the episode. Please definitely uh, hit us up with your comments. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and uh, we've got more heresy goodness coming down the pipe. Thanks for watching. Later. Bye. Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.